Don't ask me to talk. From the sublime to the ridiculous. Join me, Stacey Heller. And me, Eric Ryder. As we talk about what's good to watch, read, see, listen to, and more. An edutaining one-hour break in your day that includes the segment, What Are We Eating? Sponsored by Dingfelder's Delicatessen. Stick with us for something good. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Don't Ask Me to Talk. I am Stacy Heller, joined by my co-host. Hey, I am said co-host, Eric Reiner. Hello, hello. Hello, everybody. So this show is an alternative to all the serious stuff that we consume on a daily basis. Eric and I like to focus on, as Eric, I think, called it last week, the fluff. That's right. Yeah. The informative fluff, the uh, functional fluff, the stuff that, I don't know, it's it softens the edge. How about that? I like that. Oh, I got to write that down. Some podcasts are edgy. <laughs> we, We're fluffy. Exactly. <laughs> we soften the edge. Uh, did you ever read the book? Did I give you that children's book, Fluffy the Porcupine? I believe that you... <laughs> You're Did you read it yet? Give it to me, and I, I still haven't had a chance to read it. But what? Sitting on my desk. Oh, my gosh. Just waiting. Okay. I mean, I'm just saying it was. it's a really good children's book, A Porcupine Named Fluffy. I know, but I am no longer a child, so my desire to read <laughs> children's books is directly correlated to my age, which is now, you know, just below cranky old man. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> cranky middle age okay. man. So then this is perfect because uh, one of the holidays today I picked it just for you. Uh, so anyway, all right. By the way, everyone, thanks for those of you that are listening live. Thanks to those of you that listen to this as a podcast. Uh, we so appreciate our tens, twelves, twenties of listeners. There are dozens of us. Exactly, dozens and. You and I are the two, so then it's 10 others. (laughs) Uh, And, I mean, legit, we so appreciate it. Well, dozens would be at least 24. Oh, dozens. That's true. Wow. I like how you're manifesting. You're manifesting big numbers, huge. (laughs) (laughs) We're the next big thing in podcasting and radio. I I, I think we were up to at least 24, but, you know. It, dozens could get you know much higher than that. It could. Yeah, I like that. Okay, uh, we appreciate it. We have such a good time doing this show, and uh, you know we just appreciate you listening live. We appreciate you listening to the podcast. We would love it if you shared it with other people. We'd love if you subscribed. We would love to hear from you. You absolutely can, right. I mean, here's the deal: you can communicate in multiple ways with us. One, subscribe. Bam. We now know that you're connected with us. Two, rate or comment. That would be awesome. You can also actually uh, text or call 475-999-2726 or as Eric likes to say, 475-999-CRAM. Yes, that's right. We have a jingle. Cram in a voicemail. (laughs) Cram a text into our (laughs) inbox. We'd love to hear from you. We'll respond. I respond. It makes me happy. Next thing that we like to do, and you already uh, must have known what I was going to talk about, because today, as always, it is time to talk about the ridiculous high holidays. Yes, indeed. And Happy uh, holidays. Happy holidays. Uh, 
So I'm going to start with national today because it's perfect for you. Cranky coworker day. <laughs> right? I mean, I, mean <laughs> I, I said I'm just below cranky. <laughs> I mean, the fact that you won't read a children's book that's like 20 pages and it's mostly pictures. It's honestly, it's just time crunch uh, rather than anything else. <laughs> so, okay okay well but th- i i think there's probably a lot of cranky co-workers right now i mean the world is very stressful at the moment and then in the northwest we just you know lived through a, a very nice extended summer but at the same time we couldn't really enjoy it because there was so much smoke in the mm-hmm. air and here in the offices they're doing some uh work uh, next door, and so we're getting a lot of those fumes, and I'm, uh, you know, uh, actually uh, painting <laughs> at home. So you're and just so justifying all just your crankiness. Tons of like toxic fumes in my brain at the moment, giving me like a low level headache, and I, I can't be the only one uh, at the moment that's, you know, just like ah, oh, finally some fresh air, but still takes a moment to purge all that stuff. Okay, that is fair. I will give you all of that. Uh, Do you think that, uh, and I don't really think you're cranky, do you think that, uh, though, you would be described as cranky? You know, I can be cranky sometimes, (laughs) you know. And so we're back. (laughs) I think everybody can be described as cranky sometimes, but I, I like to think that most of the time people don't think of me as cranky. I um I am typically cranky if I'm tired or hungry, which yeah. now we have the term hangry. That's right. And so that I mean, never has there been a more accurate uh, tag. I think right. Although hangry, maybe it's yeah. hanky <laughs> because I'm cranky and hungry. I'm not really angry. Yeah, hangry sounds better. I yeah, think. Yeah, it does. Hanky is <laughs> what you use to play your already in use. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, you know, it's like, I don't know if cranky people always know that they're cranky. My dad was kind of a cranky guy. It was totally like that. Hey, you kid, get off my lawn. Um, (laughs) You know, and mostly because it was like, now I'm going to have to, like, do something with the lawn. Yeah, he was the stereotypical cranky old man then, I guess. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, well. Uh, Today is also on a national level. But just quickly, (laughs) sorry, I hate to be cranky about this, but... (laughs) How do we even celebrate Cranky Coworkers Day? Are I, we meant to be more cranky than usual? Are we meant to acknowledge our cranky coworkers and try and do something to cheer them up and get them out of their cranky funk? I don't know. I'm glad you asked. Here's yeah. here's what it says. It says we all have that cranky coworker. Mm-hmm. So take October 27th as the day to make some fun of said co-workers attitude by celebrating co- uh, cranky co-workers day and joining them. Yeah, there is a day for that, not just because we need a day of silly fun, but because our daily toil requires a routine breaker. So basically, we're supposed to uh, let them be or put on your own frown for the day. All right. If you can't beat him, join him. <laughs> I mean, you're halfway to a costume uh, and this falling, you know, just before Halloween. You know, there you go. Maybe that gives <laughs> cranky coworker is a, is a costume that you could do as well as, you know, it, in unless you've already got something lined up. I mean, yeah. we talked about costumes last week. We did. So, I mean, you're welcome, everyone. You can be cranky for uh, there you for go. Halloween. <laughs> yes. And speaking of Halloween, I, I know the next 
national holidays, high holidays uh, holiday is, uh, you know, Halloween related as well, in a way. In a way. Yes. So it is Black Cat Day. Yes. And uh, don't tell my cats because I have three of them and they're not solid black. They are tuxedos versus oh. solid black. Um, however, I don't discriminate. And so uh, I don't want to tell them or I'm going to have to give them extra treats and all that kind of stuff. And they're already needy. You should probably do that anyway because they're adorable little kitties. They are. They're <laughs> so cute. I love black cats. So I have no superstitions. I was born on Friday the 13th. I was married on the 13th. Uh, I'm that person that's like, you know that even though in hotels when there's no 13th floor, it's really the 13th floor that's the 14th floor, right? right. Um, and so black cats, they don't scare me. I I. I don't worry. They about shouldn't it. scare anybody. No, they're they're so adorable cute. little creatures. And if you've got a cranky coworker, maybe bringing them a black cat <laughs> to pet because it's been shown over and over that it, nothing is more soothing to humans than, you know, petting animals. That's true. Um, and if they've got an allergy, then nuts to them. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, a good idea, though. Like, that would be a good for next year. Mark your calendars, people. Two and one. Right? That October 27th, it's it's. Cranky Coworker Day and Black Cat Day. So next year for your coworkers, plan a day that you bring in yeah. puppies or kittens and everybody gets to have some snuggles and love. But speaking of Black Cat Day, um, yeah, I mean, can you believe that in the year 2022, people are still, I mean, black cats are still like the least adopted because people do have superstitions like, you know, it's not the Middle Ages anymore. Black cats are not hanging out with witches. And if no. they are, then they're probably making handmade soap and patchouli <laughs> <laughs> dream catchers or something. You exactly. know what I mean? It, it's We don't have to be afraid of that nonsense anymore. No. Uh, it's 2022 already. Let's get it together and just love our kitty friends. I, it, it drives me crazy that... So, I mean, I... As I said, mine are tuxedos. They're mostly black, but and they've got white markings. But I love a black cat. I had a pitch black uh, black cat, and yeah. I named it Jeremiah. Um, you know, just a short, quick name. You know, Jeremiah, Jeremiah. Like, you cannot, it does not roll off the tongue. Um, but it was named after Jeremiah was a bullfrog. I had one as a kid, and she was named Samantha, like from Bewitched. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's cute. But I always called her Sammy. Of course. Well, and there's no short, there's no good abbreviation of Jeremiah. Maya, Maya, Maya. Sounds Jerry. like an echo. <laughs> no, that's true. Jerry or Jeremy. But, <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, you know, love black cats. If you're thinking about adopting a cat and, you know, look for personality. Don't look for, like, the markings. You're right. It uh, Black cats are, like, statistically, truly like grossly underadopted compared to their compatriots. Are cats compatriots? I don't know what else. I, I, that's, Cat patriots? I, yeah, like, <laughs> that just came out. That's right. That was very weird. Uh, I also picked this international holiday for you. It is World Day for Audiovisual Heritage. Oh, okay. So I figure being a uh, an engineer, a board engineer, a a music guy, the guy that runs all this stuff, the AV guy. 
I'm working with audio quite a bit. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, hey, it's World Day for Audiovisual Heritage and the whole history of uh, audiovisual. Okay, cool. So happy International Audiovisual Day. Yeah, this is where we light the uh, candles in front of our portraits of uh, Marconi, (laughs) who invented radio. (laughs) And uh, yeah. I, I don't know what else you do know, on that I'm day, like, but like, listen weird. to your favorite podcast. How about that? Or your well, favorite radio show. So and 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 call in uh, and leave them a, a encouraging message. And if this is your favorite show, bless you, and you can dial in at four seven five nine 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 cram. There you go. Now, apparently, this is actually to remind us the importance of archiving and preserving audiovisual sources. Oh, okay. So, you know, it's I like it's, that. Right. So it's not just uh, appreciating the technology piece, but also mm. recognizing how it's archiving. And like, you know, to hear those first silent movies like that is. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I did there? <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I do see what you did there. That that was funny. Uh, thank you. <laughs> but, but it did make me think that, you know, there's a, a lot of. um you know, classic movies that have been lost to time that we'll never see again. For instance, there used to be a movie studio in Tacoma, Washington, and th- their three major films were made there, and they all disappeared. And then about five years ago, I think it was, one of them um, was discovered in a vault somewhere, and it got restored, and it's called The Eyes of the Totem, and they've showed this uh, in Tacoma, and they um, commissioned a new score for it. And it's a beautiful film, and it's got great shots of the city, um, and h- highly worth uh, you know seeking out if you if you're a Northwest fan. Um, and uh, you know the history of the Weaver Studios is pretty fascinating stuff too. Um, That's so cool. So yeah, but I mean, it just goes to show the importance of you know preserving our heritage. Totally. Yeah. Well, and. You know, hearing the sounds, uh, it gives insight into whatever's going on socially, whatever's going on politically, culturally, uh, uh, even like language, uh, you know, whether it be cadence or whether it be, um, you know, slang or, you know, dialect or anything like that. Uh, there's so much that we learn from these things. And uh, it's it's a literal oral history. So, you know, hats off to uh, all of our AV people out there, uh, especially the kids in high school or middle school that it's like, oh, an AV nerd. Well, you know what? Hey, look at all those people now. Like they are uh, doing something that, frankly, how many times do you find yourself being like, oh, man, I need help with this technology? Well, you know what? They don't. True enough. I'm just saying. Plus, they got out of PE to run a projector. So, hey, you can't beat that. I mean, <laughs> right? Like, uh, not not unintelligent people. So uh, those are the major holidays. There are no major holidays, uh, birthdays, that seem to be coming from famous people. Let me look at my personal calendar and see if there's anything I'm missing. I'm sure somebody famous was born <laughs> statistically <laughs> with the amount of famous people that the globe has known. This is true. There has been famous people born on the 27th. Well, so if you have a birthday today or you know somebody that has a birthday today, let me know and I can add it to my personal calendar or 
dare I say it, we can uh, let the website that I go to for all this ridiculous information, uh, we can let them know. Like Teddy Roosevelt, <laughs> for oh, instance. Really? <laughs> yes. Was born on October 27th. Kelly Osborne, John Cleese. Oh, that's of a Monty really Python fan. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Marla Just Maples. What a flesh wound. <laughs> oh, Marla Maples. So lots of uh, uh, Roberto uh, Benini. Oh, and a you know, beautiful I'm, life. That's right. And I, I, I mentioned that because, of course, you're headed to Italy. I am headed to yeah. Italy. Maybe you'll see Roberto. Maybe. Uh, maybe I'll jump up and down and be all excited. Yes. That's what he did at <laughs> like the Like he did at the Oscars. Exactly. You'll climb over some seats. It'll be great. Um, okay. So those are the holidays that I have. And uh, I thought of, I have one regret. Regrets. We've had a few. Uh, I was I was uh, telling my husband about last week's show. And he was like. Yeah, what this if- is the section of the show for people that are joining us for the first time where we uh, talk about our regrets of not mentioning something that, uh, you know, we didn't mention on the previous episode or previous episodes. Exactly. As it turns out, because, you know, we're only human and we've only got 55 minutes to cram everything into. So. Exactly. Talking of, speaking of 475999 cram, we have to cram a lot in. That's right. So since we talked about Halloween costumes last week, we talked about some of our faves, our personal mm-hmm. ones. And I also shared some of the things that my kids have done. Uh, I forgot about the year that uh, I was super crafty and Annie, my oldest, who was, I think, two or three at the time, decided she wanted to be a tree. And so I, (laughs) it was not good. I put her in a green turtleneck and brown corduroy pants and then hot glued some leaves, not while she was wearing the clothing, uh, all over her. And she was a tree. Okay, that's cute. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't <laughs> any fruit or anything no, like that. It did do on her knee. I did a little black patch with some uh, eyes, like an owl lived in there. Because you know what would have would have been good, and this is you know a, a free idea for anybody out there, I guess. Those cranky trees from the Wizard of Oz. Oh yeah, you combine all the themes of today. <laughs> And go as one of those cranky trees from the Wizard of Oz with the apples that you could throw at people or Bob for. That would have been good. Yeah. Or throw them at Bob. Or or throw them at Bob. <laughs> Did you ever Bob for apples? It's no. one of those traditional uh, things that uh, I feel like is like in the movies or TV or whatever, but very few people actually do. No, because that's gross. No, it's not gross. Talk about double dipping. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> They're apples floating in water. I know. And you then, bite one and you take it out. Okay. First of all, it's not easy to bite the <laughs> apple. It's moving away. So then you're biting another one. Well, we may have seen the end now in a post-COVID world. That's true. <laughs> we may have seen the end forever of bobbing for apples. But I, the one time as a kid, we had a Halloween party and we did the bobbing for apples. It was actually kind of fun. Okay. Except for my costume that year was Santa Claus. <laughs> and so I had to take the beard off, which, so then I'm just wearing red pajamas uh, for oh the gosh. Halloween party. Your costumes, I got to tell you, if you haven't listened to last week's show with some of these costumes that Eric has had, there's some good ones. I'm not going to lie. 
that that mummy. Yeah, the mummy with the trailing toilet paper. I mean, <laughs> it's good. All right. Uh, so anyway, let's take a break unless you have any regrets you want to share. Well, my regret was I didn't mention the Santa Claus costume, which literally consisted of red pajamas that I had and a beard, again, made out of cotton balls. <laughs> you with those <laughs> cotton balls. Hey, you know, <laughs> in a pinch. It, they do a lot. See, they're so helpful. They're not now, just these for days, beauty anymore. It would have been like makeup wedges, and that wouldn't look good at yeah, all. Yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about this week's topic, which is first dates. Ooh. We'll be right back. Stacy Connects, it's not just my business, it's my superpower. Whether you need the right tone and messaging for a new venture, or you've plateaued with your current one, I can help. I connect clients with themselves and their potential. Then, I identify unique solutions that translate your brand into messaging that connects your target audience with your business. Go to stacyconnects.com to connect with me and your messaging. Interested in learning something new? Meeting someone new? Find out things that we have in common? Well, of course you are. You're a human being. So let's get intentional about it. Join me, JDK Winnikin, every week and get all of that in less than an hour. I'm a writer, a historian, a social commentator, and my show is all about you. Really, that's what it's called. This show is all about you. Get my perspectives on the week's news and hear fascinating guests whose stories will inspire and move you. My show is all about giving you something that connects us. Join me Mondays on Kixie 880 at 3 p.m. or download it as a podcast. Can't get enough of Stacy and Eric? Then be sure and check out Stacy Connects with Stacy Heller wherever you find podcasts. Stacy chats with guests about a variety of topics, hoping to make a connection through conversation. Don't ask me to talk. Welcome back to the show. You're listening to Don't Ask Me to Talk. I'm Stacy Heller, and I'm joined by Eric Ryder. That's me. Uh, so our topic this week that we picked from the Willow Topics yes. is first dates. Yes, and we had to do the Willow Topics because I would never suggest this I, yes. as something that I want to talk about. I know, this is such like a, I, like I, I'm going to go ahead and say Happy to it. do it now that we've selected it. This is such a girl thing. Uh, I, I said, I'm like, I, I'm acknowledging it's not necessarily just a girl thing, uh, but first dates, uh stressful um yeah for everybody and uh can be funny and disastrous mm-hmm. and in my case can be non-existent so the funny thing about me putting this on the wheelow topics is that i truly don't think that i was ever asked on a proper like first date you know, you've talked about your boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I've had. You've talked about your husband. <laughs> oh, I got around. Yes. I'm not saying I didn't get around. <laughs> uh, so uh, something's not computing here. Clearly, you had some kind of first date, whether it was, you know, going out for a milkshake or whether it was. Hey, I'm not from the 50s. But I get what you're saying. <laughs> so, Are you sure? <laughs> well, I mean, I am in my 50s. So I guess I have that like movie or book like expectation this I mean I think I'm a bit of a no I know I'm a bit of a romantic uh in that I have this expectation that you know there would be like the would you like to go out to the movies with me or something mm-hmm. like that 
And so that just never happened. So obviously the first time that I ever went out with somebody who would become a boyfriend or somebody they started dating was a first date, but it wasn't a, like, a a thing. So you just met a dude and that, <laughs> that dude says, let's get married. And you say, fantastic. That'll be our I mean, first date. Kind of. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Um, yeah, I, I didn't get the fanfare. I didn't get the... Like, there, there's no fanfare. Yes, there is, Eric. There's the whole, like, <laughs> he arrives and you're like, I don't know what to wear. And then he comes to the door. I told you, this is like my movie thing. Okay. <laughs> like, it's that part. It's the whole, like, you know. I get that, but. Okay, all right. Explain yourself. There must have been. I mean, again, you, you've had several relationships uh, over the years. And uh-huh. so clearly <laughs> they started somewhere. So, they did, but yeah. here's, here's how they started. So the first guy that I ever. So first of all, I was a totally a late bloomer. Okay, so my first kiss happened when I was 18 years old. Okay. Now I got married Nothing at 22. So like, oh, so not, not I, a big window. Not a big window, but like four years for I made the most of, of active <laughs> <laughs> opportunities for first dates. Right. So the the first kiss, like it was somebody that I was hanging out with a group of people and whatever, and I totally had a crush on this guy, and we were hanging out as uh, teenagers do in a parking lot, and he walked up and he planted a kiss on my lips and kind of like dipped me and gave me a kiss and then stood me back up and I was like, oh, okay. Now, had you been friends before? Had you talked about this at all? We were friends. No, we didn't talk about it. Like, you know, people are flirty. Like you can tell when somebody's flirty and he just walked up to me, literally swept me off my feet Give me a big old kiss and then sort of stood me back up. I I think nowadays that would get the, <laughs> you prosecuted, but well, yes, was but it was kind of cute and romantic at the time, time. Yes. and I, it's not like I didn't know him. But then, like I think we went on like one date uh, after that, and I was like, wow, you're so not- that was your first date? It, sure, yeah, we went to the yeah, like okay. We went to the local like soda shoppy. Uh huh. That's just classic first <laughs> and, date material. And had a milkshake. Uh huh. <laughs> I, I just know like an example. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that we did. And uh, and basically, I was like, "Wow." Uh, then you went to the sock hop after that. <laughs> we didn't. Okay. But we, uh, I was like, "You're a much better friend than boyfriend." And uh-huh. so I was like, "Hey, let's be friends." And guess what? We were. It happened. All right. We stayed friends. So, so first date. And it didn't pan out for a relationship. So that is your classic first date. Okay. But it started with a kiss, which is like the opposite of how it usually goes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Usually you have that first date and then maybe at the end of the night you have that first kiss. Right. And I don't even want to say that he was my boyfriend. It was like we were... Like we went on a couple of like dates. That's right. right. That's yeah. what how okay. dating is supposed to work. Right. Okay. <laughs> you know, this is very it's, hard for me. It's not always going to be the first, uh, the first one you go out with. Okay. This is this is news for me. So my first boyfriend, though, when we went on our first date, he actually asked me out because again we hung out in a group, and so then the fact that he asked me to do something without the crew. Mm-hmm. And he brought presents. Very smooth. Now, what was interesting about these presents is that 
I I was did always they have presidents on them. They some of them did <laughs> actually. Okay. So I was always looking for loose change. Mm-hmm. I'm somebody that if I see a penny on the ground, as long as it's on heads, I pick it up. If it's on tails, I turn it over so someone else has luck. Um, I am always <laughs> collecting change. Earlier in the show, you said you were not superstitious, and then no, we no. Oh, jump yeah. right to okay. <laughs> I can't pick up a coin if it's on tails. So I can't step on a crack because I'll break my mother's No, 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 no. But the penny <laughs> thing is more like I just want to put good luck out in the world. Okay. So I just turn it over and, and I collect money. I don't care if it's a penny or a dime or whatever. And I throw it in this big jar that I have. It's an old antique water cooler jar. And I've always done that. And so he knew that I was always picking up change. And so he also was a an artist and he's a man of color. So he brought me a book of Langston Hughes poetry, a painting that he did, and a bag of change that he had cleaned out his car before the date and took all the loose change and put it in a baggie for me. All right. So maybe not as smooth as I No, I think that's pretty smooth. I think it's in. I like the poetry book, but to give a woman uh, some loose change from your car and you're probably picking out bits of lints and, and Fritos as well. It just, yeah, that's maybe don't do that I'll one. I'll tell you what, I <laughs> happily received it and added it to my jar of change, which would eventually help pay for my wedding dress, by the way. Well, there you go. To my next boyfriend who would end up being my husband. Okay. We'll get into that later. What about you, Eric? Uh, what about me? <laughs> Were you ever asked out on a proper first date? Was I ever? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Was I ever asked out on a first date? I mean, I don't know that I was ever asked out. Um, it's hard for men. Like it's 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 not cool that it I, always... I I know I was asked like, hey, do you want to come to this thing? Um, and then it was like, oh, I think this might be like a date. Thing, but talk about smooth. Yeah, but because it's like that. If a woman is doing the asking, they may not have, you know, they may not make that entirely clear. Uh, It may be more like, "Hey, this would be a good opportunity for me to hang around this person and see if he wants to ask me out," kind of thing. Right. Um, So yeah, I think that happened a couple times. And I'm I'm trying to think of like uh, did I ever ask somebody out for like a classic first like date? Pick and, them up at their house and yeah, like escort them to the movies type thing. And it was uh, um in like it was kind of uh, uh, an odd situation for me because uh, you know in high school um, you do kind of askew like the first date thing Mm -hmm. uh you kind of like you you see somebody every day so you're not necessarily like hey let's go out to this thing i mean sometimes you do which Mm -hmm. is great and i you know i had uh you know went to a movie or something with a you know a a gal pal here and there um but you know like the actual girlfriends were just like hey do you want to be a (laughs) do you want to be a girlfriend do you want to be a boyfriend kind of thing right uh you know with without even going on a date and then once they agreed to that then going on that first date um but so but but that's high school stuff so it's just all kind of like out of convenience you know what i mean totally um 
So, and then after high school, I didn't really go on any dates because I was like super duper shy. Um, and then like I met a girl at a concert and we hung out like the whole night. And then, so that ended up kind of being like our first date. And then she was like, Hey, do you want to come visit me? And then I was like, yeah, cool. So by, by the time I went and visited her, uh, cause she lived in a whole different town, um, it's that was like a second date at that point. And then I ended up in a like a 10 year relationship <laughs> with her. Oh. Um, and so by the time that we broke up, I was like, you know, 30. Um, so it was like really weird to like, oh, nuts. Now I got to start. Now I got to start dating people. And I've got no skills because I just kind of stumbled into that. And I had. You know, high school, again, I don't think that's even real prep for the real world. And so, you know, then I had to actually ask people out and go on, like, first dates. And, man, alive. I did not like that at all. (laughs) It's hard. And I I really believe that uh, the—so, I mean, I I got married when I was 22. So Mm -hmm. I've been married to Pete for 30 years. So, like I said, I had this very short window— and it's not like I was um, by any stretch, uh, you know, dating a ton of people. I wasn't, as my mother would say, loose or anything like that. But, you know, like I, I flirt. I with... was as loose as, it can, oh, see, <laughs> as they come, but it didn't help me. So. Well, I, <laughs> you're funny. Um, but like I flirt with like to this day, man, woman, child, like, you know, pets, whatever. I'm like, hey. And um, so. Dating, though, is really hard. And I think it's still there's still somewhat of an expectation that it's on the guy. Absolutely. To make that move. And that's so much pressure. I think about my my two boys versus my two girls and seeing what the what the difference is. And especially my son, Will, he, like you, is a little bit more shy and like you're going to have to bang him over the head for him to know that like he can proceed and maybe ask somebody out. That's pretty much how I was. Yeah. Too. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, could it be any more clear? She's in a white dress and she invited you to church. <laughs> I'm kidding, obviously. Um, but, you know, that like. Sounds like your, <laughs> your trajectory all over again. Well, a little bit. Um, but, you know, he's he's very cautious that way. And especially with. I, I think it's good to be cautious. You know, I think it is good to be cautious. And yet I also uh, I have two I have two differing thoughts. On the one hand, it's good to be cautious because and especially in an environment in an age when consent is key and you don't want to make any missteps. And so Mm -hmm. communication is crucial. A hundred percent. And. Communication is key, but there's also nonverbal communication. And so, like, if you're flirty with somebody or you're hanging out or something's going on there and you can kind of, like, feel a little something or you do, like, then talk about it. And I know it's awkward and hard and everything, but I'm also like, oh, my gosh, somebody needs to say something. Yeah. Because it is we are in an age when, God forbid, you make a physical move. And the person's like, right. don't touch me. Yeah, I think it is important to start with communication rather than coming in and just <laughs> planting one. 
But I'll tell you what, it was very romantic. And it was a different time. And, like, you know, we weren't as smart back then. I was, like, you know, I was raised in a generation where, like, if a man whistled at you, you were like, oh, thank you. You know, and now my daughters are like, I will cut you. <laughs> like, right. You know, that's not okay. Um, now, what about your first date with the person that you're with now? Uh, so that was another one where I just like met her at a party and then, uh, we started talking online and then by the time that we, um, like hung out for the first time, it, it was, it, it felt like we were beyond a first date in a way. So that's a big thing. Yeah. Uh, because when sometimes the on online thing can kind of, you know, be the first date, I guess. Or the distance thing, because I think about, so uh, my husband, he and my brother, they're seven years older, so they went to college together. They were friends. I was the little sister, the whole thing. And so I've known him for a long time, not in a weird biblical sense. Hello, people. Um, And so when we did start dating, I was away at college and he was living in New York. And so we communicated by phone, and I would send letters, tons of letters in my big swooping, you know, 19-year-old handwriting. Um, And so we communicated that way. And I'll tell you what, you get to know somebody. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. That's what a first date is supposed to be all about, is getting to know somebody. So if you really get to know somebody and you still have a mutual attraction, then that is, you know, the best date you possibly could have. So whether it's an elongated thing online or via letters or whatever, I, in a way, that can be quite ideal. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not what the, the typical uh, person does, I guess. And, you know, especially now with dating apps, seems like there's a lot more uh, of quote unquote first dates. And so, you know, I was never like sure what's a great, what's a great um, a, a thing to do for a first date. Most people would say, you know, get a cup of coffee or whatever. Uh, but I don't like coffee. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, meet at a museum. It's big, open space. I like that idea. That's a great idea for a first date. Right? And by the way, folks, if you've got great ideas for a first date, let us know. Because obviously we are kind of weird here uh, <laughs> that we've just got into long-term relationships and didn't have the, all that experience with uh, first dating that a lot of people are having now. Uh, so four seven five nine 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 two seven two six. We'd love to hear from you. Um, so, but I, I really like that idea. I, I don't know why I didn't think of that uh, of meet at a museum. That's a great one. Well, and here in uh, in Seattle, there is obviously you oh, can there's tons of great go museums to Sam, in the area, right? Yeah. But you can. I also love the outdoor sculpture garden. Yeah. So having a space that's big and open. So that, you know, everyone can feel safe. And yet at the same time, looking at whatever the art is, it can be more intimate because you're talking about the art. And you've got a conversation starter right away. Absolutely. Pretty good, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a really good one. And and I mean, there are the classics like, you know, meet for coffee, go to a movie, dinner and a movie. 
But with a movie, uh, you don't really have a chance for that conversation. Um, so, you know, and maybe if the movie sucks, it taints your first totally. date experience and maybe your impression of that person. Um, so maybe that's better for a second date. I don't well, know. I do. I, I do think that. And also some people can't stand it when you talk through a movie. So if you're like trying to talk and the person's like, Shh, I need to hear what they said. Right. Like that's. Yeah. Like, well, no, that's a- don't go into a movie on a first date or otherwise and expect to talk. Right. <laughs> that's not what a movie's for. People don't like that. Exactly. Yeah. So and what is interesting now is uh, first dates are happening no matter. I mean, first dates doesn't mean it's your first ever. It can be, you know, first with whomever you're with or whatever stage and age in life you are. So, I mean, whether you're young and it's like, okay, the first date is with like, 17 of our best friends and it's like a group hangout at the mall and we're basically ignoring each other but we're totally together um hang or, out at the mall what is this the 90s well <laughs> people do that still like they walk in packs don't you ever go to the mall and see kids go get an orange in? julius together kind of i mean stop drop by the gap. <laughs> and spencer gifts <laughs> <Pretty> try to <laughs> avoid the elderly that are getting in their steps <laughs> Okay, that's early mornings. (laughs) Okay. Yes, pretty much. But I I think that's kind of what kids do. And then, like, in high school, it's a little bit different. Kids are definitely more sophisticated. And then, you know, I don't know. I'm curious. Like, what's an ideal first date? Like, it just seems like, uh, A, there's a lot of pressure. So I would be curious for listeners out there that went ahead and made the first move and, mm-hmm. you know, somehow had something that was a little untraditional, took the risk. I will tell you that Pete and I, uh, because we had known each other for so long, um, when my brother got married, we connected uh, then and he never, and he will tell you this to this day, he never would have reached out to me. I'm the one that reached out to him and I was like, hey, remember that book that you told me about by E.L. Doctorow? I would love to borrow that, you know, because there's no bookstores around me. Uh, And so he brought the book and he said, well, since I'm around, why don't we go out to dinner? Beautiful. So And so you went out to dinner and it was a first date. And it was essentially a first like real date. And apparently you had a lot in common and liked each other. Yep. And so then I went back to school. I mean, you can't get more classic fairy tale romantic thing than that. All right. That's true. I mean, okay. Yeah. Now that I think about it, I did kind of have some classic first date dates. Yeah. I, I'm I'm trying to think of like the couple times that I went out on a classic <laughs> movie style uh, first date. And um, like one I had a picnic in the park and, uh, you know, that one turned out very badly <laughs> because I got stuck in gnarly traffic and ended up being late. And oh. then we didn't like each other at all after that. Um, then you're stuck there with like... Well, no, it was fine because we just wrapped it up and went home. But, you know, it, it could have been... I had the this idea in my mind that this is going to be beautiful. I, I've got this picnic basket. I brought some nice sandwiches, but turns out she's allergic to... <laughs> <laughs> to everything and so, so is yeah. that how that goes like if you're like okay total like confession here there is a part of me that like wants to go on a dating 
app. I have no interest in like connecting with anyone. I'm happily married. Pete's the love of my life, my best friend, all assurances, you know, the whole thing. And yet I'm like, what is it like out there? And by the way, would anyone ever find me attractive? I'm there's somebody for everybody. So of course, I already have my someone. So I'm wondering if there's someone (laughs) Plus one. You just want your ego flattered. <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs> of course, we all want that. And I, I, I went to a concert recently, and I, uh, the, I was sitting next to some ladies that I had never met before. And then afterwards, they're like, hey, do you want to join us for a drink? And I didn't join them for a drink because I'm in a relationship, and uh, I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> but, but it was still, that that was like, ooh, still got it. You still got it. <laughs> you know, I said two words to these ladies, but they still, they're interested in talking to me more. So that, that you know, that is, of course, we all want to feel that way. Yeah. You know? So like 100%. Yeah. All but right. that doesn't mean that you should get no, on I, Tinder or and anything And I'm not, like that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm not going to. You know what would be a great date uh, is that picnic that I mentioned before, but being on time uh, and <laughs> going to Dingfelder's that would and getting some fantastic food uh, for that picnic. Can you imagine Vance when you're like, oh, it's yeah. our first date? He'd be like, oh, ha- hey. <laughs> have the woman or whoever has food allergies make the order. You pick it up and pay for it. There you go. I love it. All right. Uh, so speaking of Vance, uh, I think it's time to take a quick break and then connect with him and find out what we're eating. It's our dream date with the Lord of the Sandwich. That sounds divine. All right. We'll be right back. Keep listening to Don't Ask Me to Talk. Whether it's fly fishing or French pastry, we all have something that makes our tail wag. Involuntary and instinctive, it's sparked by excitement, inspired by purpose, and it speaks to who we are. I'm Stacy Heller of Stacy Connects. I lead clients to the place that makes their tail wag. As a creative director, I bring ideas to life. As a podcast producer, I give ideas a voice. Stacy Connects, it's my superpower. If you want to connect with me, Stacy Heller, go to stacyconnects.com. Don't ask me to talk. Hey, welcome back to Don't Ask Me to Talk with Stacey Heller and Eric Ryder. That's right. So uh, before the break, we were talking about our first dates. and That's right. You you had a great suggestion. Yeah, get some food from Dingfelders. Right. Perfect for oh. a date. Yeah. And it, it's our dream date <laughs> himself, Mr. Vance Dingfelder, the lord of the sandwich, the king of the Kanish, the duke of the deli. How are you, sir? Eric. Eric, the engineer of excellence that you are. Oh. Look at you go. See, okay. this is why he's uh, our dream date. <laughs> he's complimentary and he has great food. Right? I'm sitting here going, okay, I got to figure out something to say to Eric about that works with his initials. <laughs> <laughs> that that works out well. You know, it did. It did. You know, I was, but it was really quick, off the cuff. You know, I'm working the line, so it's like being on... Like being on stage, actually. Yeah. And what are, what are, what are we making right now at the moment? At this very moment, yeah. I'm slicing tomatoes for a turkey sandwich. Oh, you I'm, can't beat that. I'm also making a pastrami and tongue combo. Interesting. Ooh, tongue, it's been a tongue kind of day. Okay, this, <laughs> Which the, is, tongue, the tongue is getting really popular. 
it's appropriate because it is uh, Cranky Coworker Day, so I guess it's a way to stick out your tongue. Well, also, uh, <laughs> if, you're, if you're doing that first date, <laughs> this may be the only way you get to slip them some tongue. <laughs> Oh my God! If it doesn't go well, at least everybody a little tongue. Oh yeah. Oh my! It's like it's like like I'm taking over the show. Look out! Oh my gosh, that is so perfect. You need to have a tagline for your tongue. Okay, okay. We gotta slip a little tongue in your sandwich. Exactly. Make your day a little better. A little better. You crank for your cranky coworker. Slip him a little tongue. Hey, I love it. That's great. So, uh, what are we eating? eating? We're going to eat. Listen, listen, Linda. (laughs) (laughs) We, we, We are doing pumpkin cheesecake for the holidays because it's my thing. Okay? You don't get much better than that for a fall. And, you know, it's just, I love pumpkin cheesecake, okay, because I love pumpkin, pumpkin pie. But when you mix pumpkin pie and cheesecake together, something special happens. That's a great combo. Yeah, it works. And and that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna start it next next week for the holiday, right on right on time for Halloween. Yeah, that's when we're gonna put it out there and we'll run it the whole month in November. I was gonna say, you gotta have it for Thanksgiving. That's what we're gonna do. We run it for the whole month. And and we'll offer it to people. And then it'll become, hey, when we let people in, you know, that date is coming soon. I know, you keep we're, teasing we're, it. We're, we're, I want to do cherry cheesecakes, right, and strawberry cheesecakes, oh. pineapple cheesecake, blueberry cheesecake, okay. stuff like that. You can't, you can't do too much, though. Huh? This is coming from you? I know, I know. You're the that says you can't do too much? I'm just saying. Stacey? I Stacey, really? I just, I I want you. you got to have variety, right? Oh, well, I agree. Okay. Well, anyway, talk to me about the pumpkin cheesecake. So, uh, yes, what kind that's of. That's the question. What kind of spices do you put in your pumpkin cheesecake? Cinnamon, clove, nutmeg, allspice. Okay. All the classics. <laughs> I mean, what, what, what else are you supposed to put in it? I don't know. Is that not enough? No, that's good. Now, are you putting yeah. actual pumpkin in in the cheesecake or just like the uh, traditional pumpkin pie uh, seasoning? So I am of the the um, the the bank that says, you know, canned pumpkin is not so bad. Oh, canned right. pumpkin is great. Okay. It works. It Absolutely. Works. Yeah. I've used sugar pumpkin to make pie. And I like that too. It is a different consistency. Yeah. And what I found is it kind of is a little drier than the can. Yep. Mm-hmm. And doesn't work as well in the cheesecake as the can. It cracks. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what it does. Yep. You have these giant faults. Right through the middle of your cake. Right. And that's a problem. I mean, the good thing about faults is there's no calories in them. However, uh, there's also no cheesecake in them. No, that's right. Uh, yeah, I, I, as a retired baker, uh, I, I've tried both, and I'm with you. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And the canned pumpkin... And then, you know, you can still add your own zhuzh to it and how you cook it and the ratio of crust 
to filling and all those kinds of things. Excuse me? Zhuzh? Yeah, I said zhuzh. Where do I get your zhuzh? Tell me about it. Because I want I want some of your zhuzh. Well, you know what? My zhuzh is my secret my secret ingredients. <laughs> we know what that is. I want the zhuzh. Well, you know. Wow, it sounds like you're getting uh, super busy down there. We've only got a couple minutes. Yeah, we so, are busy. <laughs> so uh, before your customers start shouting at you for not getting That's that okay. sandwich no, no, out no. faster. I'm actually, I'm actually out of hot pastrami right now. Oh, wow. See, I just got a rush of like seven. It was like a bunch of old guys outside. <laughs> Hopefully they weren't cranky old guys. No, it, but they're not cranky. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> That's just going back to earlier in the show, Vance. Pay no mind. Pay no mind. <laughs> but so but flip, it, him, flip him a little tongue. If someone is hangry, <laughs> you can't do better than a beautiful pastrami sandwich. Oh, you know what? The pastrami's hot. We're slicing right now. Come on down to Dinkfelder's. There you go. Carrying it on, carrying it on a hot fork. I love it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Flipping it in a little tongue. Right? And speaking of a first date, uh, watching them make oh, sandwiches is like food porn. It's fun. So there you go. <laughs> it's funny. This one guy, one of the old guys, didn't want to leave the front. Like, the, the room is around the side. You can wait by, by the window. He's like, I want to watch. Well, see? Because it's Yeah, food I don't porn. blame him. Yeah. All right. well, and if you, know. if you want to watch uh, some, is it pastrami that's being cut on the website? Yes, that's exactly. You know, Eric, you're amazing. I was thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, if you go to dinkfelders.com, that pastrami is being sliced. Beautiful. By, yeah, yeah. It's a, and, and I've had too many comments on that. Delicious. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people like that website. Yeah. You know? And, and let's not forget the, the catering business, uh, Nourish uh-huh. Catering, and uh, the website for that. without you. Oh, the website for Nourish um, is nourishcatering.com. And uh, we just did a huge event today. It's nuts for uh, Zillow. It's like 500. For nice. Lunch. Look at wow. you. So that was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they had all, you know what they did? It was, they looked, they saw catering for everybody. They had so many different dietary restrictions. It worked so well. They were thrilled. See? Perfect. So there you go. Um, 500 coming up. <laughs> well, he's got to run. Exactly. And we got to run. All right. Take care, you guys. Bye. Thanks, Vance. Take care. Happy Halloween. Take Thanks. care. Happy Halloween. Bye. All right. See? I mean, how scary would that be to have to cook for 500? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. Okay. But definitely great uh, first date is <laughs> get some uh, food from Digfelders and have a uh, fantastic picnic. Right. You'll look like a hero and you'll be like, oh, yeah, I know the owner. Yeah. And you, you could eat a hero, maybe. No. <laughs> they do different kinds of sandwiches. Eat there, the but... hero you deserve. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hey, you know what? It's time for us to pick next week's topic. All right. Let's do it. Will so it be as scintillating as this week's? I don't know. Are you kidding me? I can't tell. I We didn't plan this. This is random. That horn means this is random. What is it? <laughs> Pumpkin food? Oh, that's funny. And then uh, why or, and yes I'm or guessing no. yes or no, pumpkin food. So I'm guessing you mean like the pumpkin spice-ization yeah, of, <laughs> like, of the world. Yes, like everything from food to trash bags. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, so yes or no on that? Uh, I don't know how that's going to fill out a whole show, but we'll find out. Oh, 
that's never a problem for us. Of course not. All right. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks for listening to Don't Ask Me to Talk. We will talk to you next week. Have a happy Halloween, everybody. 